Hello and welcome to the DNA Fat Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Nutritional, and in today's episode, I'm going to be discussing movement versus exercise in part one of my interview with Tricia Silverman, registered dietitian and certified wellness coach. Let's dive right in. Tricia, thank you so much for joining me today on the podcast. Would you like to introduce yourself for the audience? Yes, thank you very much for having me here, Alex. I am Tricia Silverman. I'm a registered dietitian and a certified wellness coach, and I'm an author of Healthy Dividends, Investments in Nutrition Movement and Healthy Habits that, that Pay Off. And I'm, I'm really excited here to share what I know and, and help your listeners. Awesome. I'm really excited to dive into some lessons from the book in a little bit, but would you mind sharing how you sort of got into this whole thing, how you became registered dietitian and certified wellness coach? Well, I became a dietitian because as, when I was growing up, I was an overweight kid and I wanted to figure out how to eat to just maintain a healthy weight. I didn't want, my grandfather had diabetes and I didn't want to get diabetes. And I, I wanted to do both nutrition and exercise because I, I think both are really important. I'm actually a fitness instructor as, as well. And so I went to school to become a dietitian, and then I got certified along the way to be a fitness instructor. And when I was teaching clients, I would all, all like most of the time give them lots of handouts. And then I was teaching a, it was about an eight week uh, employee wellness program. So going to a work site and they had me teach these lovely people for eight weeks. I got to know them. And then they hired another person to be their coach. And I thought, well, I want to be their coach because I got to hang out with them for eight weeks. I got to know them. They got to know me. And I reluctantly said, well, if, they, if you have to be a coach to kind of continue working with these nice people I keep meeting, then I'm going to go and get certified. And I went and it opened up a whole new world to me coaching because coaching is more about listening than speaking. So now my approach is more listening. In fact, sometimes I'll kind of I do phone coaching, so they can't see me, but I have to like do a little zip to make sure I'm tuning in and listening to what they say. And then my, my goals or the goals, their goals that we set together are much more individualized than years ago. I would just say, oh, you have, you know, you're coming in, you have high blood sugar or you have high cholesterol. Here's all these handouts. Now it's more, I'm listening. Well, what do you eat? What would you, you know, what would you consider doing? And I use that word a lot. Well, here's some ideas. What would you consider doing out of these different ideas? And sometimes they don't want to do everything you say, but if they pick one or two things and work with that, they can make huge changes in their health. So becoming a coach has um, given me a lot of skills that I didn't have when I was just a registered dietitian alone. That's fascinating. That's super interesting. And I think what you said there about listening really you know that's a key part of me, me as a coach key part of what i do i don't give any advice until i've asked <laughs> i've asked about 100 questions before i can you know, start to actually go okay now what i think is best is but you touched on it there it's it's so much more individualized you need to you kind of i guess in a way almost shooting in the dark if you have one piece of information about someone it's quite difficult to make them change unless you really understand what's I guess viable for them um, and I love that question what would you consider doing that's a big word I use consider and willing what are you willing to do this is what I would suggest this is what I've seen work for my other clients 
but what are you willing to do? That comes up a lot with movement for people because exercising makes you feel really good. It can help with weight loss too, but it actually helps to affect the executive functioning of your brain to help you make better decisions, better time management. So I want them moving so that their brain will make better choices around food, but it's what are they willing to do? In the US, the guidelines are minimally 150 minutes per week of moderate intense exercise. So that's like five days, 30 minutes each of brisk walking. And many of the people that start to work with me, they're not doing anything at all. So what are they willing to do? One of the things that I've been um, talking a lot about to clients who are come to see me in this sedentary to begin with is seven minutes of motion. So are you willing to do seven minutes of dancing? And, you know, or are you willing to do seven minutes of yoga just to do anything, even five minutes I'm happy with. The guidelines in the US used to say you had to do 10 minute increments of exercise. So that's been in a lot of people's heads for a long time. So they felt like, well, if I can't do 10, I might as well do none. And the new guidelines say any movement is great. So that's why I try to get them to just do something. And many people, their exercise equipment, their homes is buried under, you know, it's buried under clothes. And that might be a goal we set. Let's clean off the treadmill this week. Let's create a space to move. Many people don't have a space to move. So it's, you know, asking those questions, like you mentioned, to make sure you really know what's going on. That's such a, such an interesting point, or oh, so many interesting points. But the one I want to touch on is the way you call it movement rather than exercise. Do you mind explaining why you use the term movement a bit more, a bit more often? Sure. Um, I, I think of in Italy, I learned they have a term for taking walks called pashizata, where they get dressed up and they walk in the piazza. And I think sometimes in, in the US, when we say exercise, it turns people off. Other people love it. Like I love to move. You call it exercise, fitness, movement. I don't care. Dance. I love it all. But not everyone's like that. And as coaches and fitness people, and nutritionists, it's, it's important to understand what can get people to, to move. And moving sounds much nicer. A pashizata, which in, in the US I call it, take a stroll. And it's a different way of thinking about moving. And I like to tell people about the moving, look at it as get, helping you to, to make your brain work really well rather than I have to exercise to burn off because I ate, you know, some potato chips here or crisps out in the, in the, you know, in the UK, but it's, um, movement just sounds better. And that's why I put that in my book, it's movement, right? But I don't know if that hurt me in a way, because when people search for fitness, <laughs> they might not find movement, but I felt so strongly about it. And, you know, so I called it movement, uh, you know, in my book to just kind of encourage people just move, just move. Put on the music from when you were a teenager and that'll inspire you and get you moving. I love it, I love it. And oh, you. your, your way of explaining it is so similar to the way I think about it as well. I call it movement rather than exercise because exercise oh, no, really? is it's, it's kind of scary. It's got this connotation yeah. like, I don't know whether it's because of uh, know, recent trends in let's say CrossFit or maybe Peloton workouts or Insanity workouts, right? P90X workouts. They're so. The picture is that by the end of it, you're just this sweaty mess on the floor, right. and people associate <laughs> right. that with exercise. 
Whereas yeah. movement, I'm dancing around my living room. I'm, you know, boogieing whilst cooking dinner. I'm going for a stroll with friends. But it all leads, obviously there's, there's variations and we need some level of intensity, but it all leads to benefits within our health. So I, exactly. exactly. And for some people that are completely sedentary and they ha are carrying around 50, 60, 75 pounds, for them to do a very intense, high intensity workout, they're not even walking. So, you know, I want to get them off the couch in an enjoyable way and have them think about, you know, try dancing, try walking, try Nordic walking. I want to try that. That's big in Canada. It's not big in the U.S. yet. And I want to make that big. I want to learn more about it. But try different things till you find what, what you love because there's something out there that you'll like. I wrote about a woman in my book where her, her um, son got her into... Um, doing these races and she didn't know until after she actually ran a race she trained to do a race how good it feels to get through the finish line and hear people cheering it felt so good and she never knew about that until she did it so for, for everyone I feel like there's something that you're going to love because bodies were meant to move we're meant to move around and when you find that thing it's going to feel really good when I put on music from when I was a teenager I can dance forever and it just, it doesn't feel like I'm exercising. Love it. Bodies are meant to move. It, it's something that crops up in many of the conversations I have on the, on the podcast. Um, often I've spoken about evolutionary, um, how we've evolved as hunter gatherers. We're on our feet all the time, but now we're all sat on our sofa, sat at our desks in front of the zoom calls for 12, 14 hours a day. What do you do after that? We go and sit down, watch a movie, and eat. our bodies are designed to move, and it feels good to move. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you want more goodness, here are a few things that you can do next. First, and most obviously, you can check out more episodes. Secondly, you can connect with me on LinkedIn by searching Alex Hall DNA Fat Loss Coach, or by going to www.linkedin.com forward slash in slash Alex DNA Fat Loss Coach. That's linkedin.com slash in slash DNA fat loss coach. Look, I'm not going to hard sell you just because you connected me. But if I can help and you're curious to learn more about my programs, just drop me a message and I'll share the details. There's no pitch, just the full info so you can make an informed and empowered decision. I look forward to connecting with you.